0: Welcome to the 2017 NSH Poster Podcast Series. My name is Gail Callis, and I'm a member of NSH, a regular presenter at the NSH Annual Symposium Conventions, and currently serve as editor for the Journal of Histotechnology. Last year, NSH launched its first poster podcast series, bringing outstanding research and science from the exhibit hall to a larger audience. We are thrilled to bring this popular series back and know you will enjoy listening to the poster presenters learn something new and share their information with others. New episodes will be released each week from November through December. Thanks for listening and science on by presenting a poster with a podcast next year.
1: This is Audrey Toothman, and I'm sitting here with Courtney Anderson, and we are going to talk about her poster this year, Simultaneous Detection of RNA and Protein Using Single Molecular RNA in Situ hybridization and IHC assays in FFPE Tissues. Yes.
2: So what made you go into this topic and do a poster on it? Right, so basically the workflows between ISH and IHC are very similar. Um, You know, you have your tissue, you pre-treat, you hybridize with a probe or an antibody, and then you detect it under a microscope. And so it provides that context, morphological context of gene expression at the RNA level and at the protein level. And because they have similar workflows, and also the biology, both the molecules, they're not these mutually exclusive completely and or look at RNA or protein. I and mean, they really can provide complementary information to one another. So we wanted to see if we can detect the two molecules together at the same time in the same sample. And it also helps to cut down on precious sample numbers too. If you do want to look at RNA and protein, you know you typically would have to do two different sections, you know, uh-huh. one for ish and one for IHC. and if you have precious samples, you don't want to waste all those. so it helps to cut down on that. Mm-hmm. So in your conclusion with your particular samples, you mm-hmm.
1: came to the conclusion that dual detection was the way to go with this then? Yes,
2: it definitely is uh, feasible. Uh, however, we do recommend that doing the ish first before the IHC. Um, we found that oftentimes the, if you do the IHC first, the protein can't survive uh, the uh, process. The antibody detection can't survive the remaining process. And so, is, that, mm-hmm. is
1: that in your poster that you know doing the ish first
2: yes the workflow is described in the poster Um, again Mm -hmm. uh, what we do recommend with doing this type of assay though is starting with an ihc antibody that you know works well Um, that's probably the thing that's going to have to be um, um, tested and troubleshot in doing this assay so make sure you have a really good working ihc antibody and then also we recommend uh, just doing the ihc assay first with our pretreatment reagents because we do have to do a protease step in order to detect rna um, and you want to ensure that your protein and your antibody will survive the protease treatment. Um, so recommend pre-treatment first, IHC. If that works great and you still see your antibody, then you can do the dual assay.
1: So if you were to do another poster, mm-hmm. say, for next year, Yes. <laughs> what would you do next?
2: Oh, that's interesting. Um, Well, in those many fields I'm noticing here, um, you know, a lot of talk about with immuno-oncology and multiplexing markers and combining. In the poster, we show some examples, um, but I I think that we can increase the number of biomarkers that we're detecting, particularly for immuno-oncology research where we're finding that more and more markers are necessary to accurately characterize a tumor. Um, so we could combine, up, our multiplex assay can get up to four, four fours at the same time. Um, and then if you add that with a protein, then we could get up to uh, five markers being detected at once. So, um, it's a great way to look at multiple markers simultaneously and, again, cut back on the number of tissue samples. Great.
1: And if somebody wanted to do a poster for next year, mm-hmm. what would you tell them? Uh,
2: if they it's asked a great... you for <laughs>
1: some advice, right? what would you say?
2: Right. So, I mean, it's a really great opportunity to not only get your work out there and kind of show everyone the research that you're doing, but to get feedback on it and, you know, see what the outside community thinks. Um, And then I also encourage everyone to come visit the posters too, because I think they're a wealth of knowledge and you get to talk one-on-one with the scientists who perform the experiment. And if you're trying to do it in your own lab, you can get more, you know, get that support and those tips of advice that never come through in a publication. (laughs) They always seem to leave out, so... Good. My advice. Great. Well thank so, you so
1: much. Yes, thank and you for having enjoy me. Enjoy the rest of your
2: NSH experience. I absolutely here. will. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Histotox. To hear more great episodes, check us out on Podbean, the block, or iTunes, keyword histotox.